Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news, discussion, and of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and returning is Ian. Welcome back. Hi. Hey, I'm Weary Rider, and I'm glad to be back talking about another dragon. And Eric can't make fun of me this time because this one is actually confirmed. That, that is, you got me. You got me, Ian. Also joining me is Joshua. Hey, I am uh, with the, you probably know me by my uh, non-canonical pronunciation, Jaffa Wu. <laughs> uh, but but as we here. discussed, it's Jaffa. That's right. And lastly, we have the Lord of Gators herself, Grace. Hello, and I am Gator Girl. I don't know about Lord. I don't know, but- Lady of that, Gators. Lady of lady, Gators. I am the Lady of Gators. <laughs> That's how you say it, too. Um- was that just because you are from Florida and there's lots of gators there? It is because my town that I am from has the University of Florida in it. And ah. the mascot is gators. And when you're a six-year-old, like, and constantly surrounded by gator imagery, you just kind of gravitate towards it, whether you like but it or they not. Have gator, but their mascot is the gators because they're in Florida, where there are yes. lots of gators. Yeah. We These got down to the bottom the of this. people that gave us Gatorade. That's oh, true. Really? Gatorade oh, originated yeah. at the oh. University of Florida. That's why it's called Gatorade. Oh, hey. The Gatorade girl. <laughs> the Gatorade girl. <laughs> that would imply that some of us do physical activity, and I object to that. <laughs> Thank you very much, good sir. We're nerds on the internet. Gatorade. Uh, that's Even though this is not a bottle of Gatorade. <laughs> no, it is not a bottle of Gatorade, and no one can see you anyway. We're not doing video podcasts yet. No, we no, don't have but to tell them that. Videos will be coming, guys, and maybe one day Ben will make a video as well. Ow. <laughs> one day. Uh, this week, guys, we are going to be talking about the one and only dragon that we know of, and he's Frost. He is one he of is the- not frozen water. He is an <laughs> actual living creature. Yes, capital F Frost. Capital F. And you guys already have read stuff from Frost already if you've read Stormlight Archive. You already mm-hmm. have. You've read stuff that have been sent to Frost and you've read stuff that Frost has written because the first letter was written by Hoyd to Frost and the second letter, the one in Words of Radiance, was sent from Frost to Hoyd. Mm-hmm. So the first letter, old friend, I hope this missive finds you well. Though as you are now essentially immortal, I would guess that wellness on your part is something of a given. I realize that you are probably still angry. That is pleasant to know. Much as your perpetual health, I have come to rely upon your dissatisfaction with me. It is one of, co- of the Cosmere's great constants, I should think. Let me first assure you that the element is quite safe. I have found a good home for it. I protect it safely, like I protect my own skin, you might say. You do not agree with my quest. I understand that, so much as it is possible to understand someone with whom I disagree so completely. Might I be quite frank? Before you asked why I was so concerned, it is for the following reason. Ati was once a kind and generous man, and you saw what became of him. Race, on the other hand, was among the most loathsome, crafty, and dangerous individuals I had ever met. He holds the most frightening and terrible of all the shards. Ponder on that for a time, you old reptile, 
and tell me if your insistence on non-intervention holds firm, because I assure you, race will not be similarly inhibited. One need only look at the aftermath of his brief visit to cell to see the proof of what I say. In case you have turned a blind eye to that disaster, know that Aona and Skye are both dead, and that which they held has been splintered, presumably to prevent anyone from rising up to challenge race. You have accused me of arrogance in my quest. You have accused me of perpetuating my grudge against race and Mavidin. Both accusations are true. Neither point makes the things I have written to you untrue. I am being chased. Your friends of the 17th Shard, I suspect. I believe they're still lost, following a false trail I laid left for them. They'll be happier that way. I doubt they have any inkling what to do with me should they actually catch me. If anything, I have said makes a glimmer of sense to you, I trust that you'll call them off. Or maybe you could astound me and ask them to do something productive for once. For I have never been dedicated to a more important purpose, and the very pillars of the sky will shake with the results of our war here. I ask again, support me. Do not stand aside and let disaster consume more lives. I've begged, I've never begged you for something before, old friend. I do so now. <laughs> so, one of the first things I notice is that he calls him an old reptile. Yep. Um, and so that means he's a gator, right? <laughs> Grace is in with Frost. That's that's a fact. Yes, uh, it's true. Uh you 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 will notice that he is not named Frost in this, but we do have words of branded. It it was sent to Frost. We that's very solid at this stage. Yes. And obviously it's an old reptile because he is legit a Cosmere dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh so I'm interested to s- see whether dragons are actually reptiles that's a fair point well he does call them one yeah because in a lot of things like dragons look like reptiles but they're generally a category all their own but reptilian that's me being pedantic because this is pedantic (laughs) Pedantic. welcome to pedantic cast (laughs) (laughs) look hoid has been to many planets i'm sure he would know if they're reptiles or not so you know Chris would probably be a more expert opinion on that, though, I guess. Probably. A, a Cosmere biologist would. That's true. Also, we see that Frost is at least related, maybe the head of the 17th Shard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the in-world organization, not us. He has enough influence that Hoyd thinks he can call them off and direct wow. them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we know that they both hold to an ideal of non-intervention. Yeah. So. Yep. The the weird thing to me that I guess maybe this is dumping it, diving in too deep, but um, but he Frost is not a world hopper, which is strange to me that you have the seventeenth shard, which is like I mean, the first thing I would describe them as is a world hopper organization. Um, but Frost is not one, so that's kind of one thing to me that seems like how can you be the leader of this group if you've never even left your own planet. Yeah. We we do have a quote that insinuates that he's not a world hopper. Yeah. Well, again, this might not be get, getting ahead of ourselves, but like... Yeah. If you read The Traveler, we can see that he's watching stuff that's happening on other planets from Yolen. So he's very well informed. And we also know that he is 
legit the oldest person into Cosmere. That we know of. Um, yes, it says that we know of. Oh, it okay. does say that we know of. Uh, Aside from the shards, if I'm, yeah. I'm not mistaken. Well, the the question later was, uh, what's who is the, the oldest character we know right. by William Anderson? Yeah. Trust is almost this, almost certainly the oldest by a small amount. After that, Hoyd. Yeah. So that we know, there were other people. It wasn't like in the beginning there was Adenosium, <laughs> and then there was Frost, <laughs> and then there was Hoyd. Like well, you know, it's like all the other people that were older than him are, him are dead by now. Well, maybe, but uh. There's other dragons, I would yeah. think. I mean, I would assume, right? I I would assume there is, are. Right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I would assume there are probably other dragons older than Frost that live on Yolin that we just haven't heard of. Right? Maybe. Well, we we will read a quote on what a real legit Cosmere dragon, and by real legit, I mean it's non-canonical because it's a deleted scene from Dragon Steel Prime, <laughs> but it's as real as we directly see. It's un- oh. that is unlikely to change, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, one important thing with dragons, guys, is that dragons are shapeshifters in the Cosmere. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Well, as as we'll see later, he can Frost can just appear as a dude, not like a giant dragon. Mm-hmm. But that's that's important, and as you know, you need not get caught up on such things as like physical form or human form or gender <laughs> just like another dragon autonomy no dang it ian i'm on board you. with the autonomy dragon theory by the way good I mean, be because good. it's obviously right uh to <laughs> listeners that is not confirmed so of the things that we said everything is confirmed except for uh endowment being a dragon and autonomy being a dragon those are ian's theories and those are memes at this point great all right <laughs> So this is the second letter. Uh, what, this is Words of Radiance, uh, part four epigraphs? Uh, part two, I think. Part two. Uh, well, anyways. I'll address this letter to my old friend, as I have no idea what name you're using currently. Have you given up the gemstone now that it is dead? And do you no longer hide behind the name of your old master? I am told that in your current incarnation, you've taken a name that references what you presume to be one of your virtues. This is, I suspect, a little like a skunk naming itself for its stench. Now look at what you've made me say. You've always been able to bring out the most extreme in me, old friend, and I do still name you a friend, for all that you weary me. Yes, I'm disappointed, perpetually, as you put it. Is not the destruction we have wrought enough? The worlds you now tread bear the touch and design of Adenalsium. Our interference so far has brought nothing but pain. My path has been chosen very deliberately. Yes, I agree with everything you have said about race, including the severe danger he presents. However, it seems to me that all things have been set up for a purpose, and if we, as infants, stumble through the workshop, we risk exacerbating, not preventing, a problem. Race is captive. He cannot leave the system he now inhabits. His destructive potential is therefore inhibited. Whether this was Tanavast's design or not, millennia have passed without Ray's taking the life of another of the sixteen. While I mourn the great suffering Ray's has caused, I do not believe we could hope for a better outcome than this. He bears the weight of God's own divine hatred, separate from the virtues that gave it context. He is what we made him to be, old friend, and that is and that is what he unfortunately wished to become. I suspect that he is more a force than an individual now, despite your insistence to the contrary. That force is contained and an equilibrium reached. 
You, however, have never been a force for equilibrium. You tow chaos behind you like a corpse dragged by one leg through the snow. Please, hearken to my plea. Leave that place and join me in my oath of non-intervention. The Cosmere itself may depend upon our restraint. So at the beginning of this letter, I really like Frost, and then I philosophically oppose everything he's saying (laughs) by the end. Yeah, because he's throwing shade to Hoyd, and that's funny. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. always great. Also, can can we take a quick break to just say, Joshua, adenalcium? Oh, a supposed to be yeah. a sorry long a adenalcium. Ad. There's two. There's so many a long a's. You know, yes. always default to a long a with, with Brandon. Brandon. Uh, it will never safe. go wrong. That's the that's the safe way. Say, (laughs) (laughs) so just sorry, just had to uh, comment on that one. Uh, Of course, man, I love these two letters. I I love Stormlight, but man, just the letters. Book one, that letter, just like, oh yeah, Aona and Sky, they're dead. What's up? In 2010, that was crazy, and just name dropping Ati, and then just all this. Ah, he wears the. Weight of God's own divine hatred, oh, separate mm-hmm. from the virtues that gave it context. Ah, oh, so good. And when the letters in Oathbringer, just oh, let's just put, have three shards. Yeah. But I also kind of like the line here where you tow chaos behind you like a corpse dragged by one leg through the snow. That just reminded me of Secret History, where he was like dragging a limb through the <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, I was thinking of you being dragged through the snow by one leg. Like, oh me! Oh right, because because I'm chaos. It's like oh what? Why would I be dragged this? Oh, oh right, wow, that's why using dark. <laughs> dark. I said Elantris, Eric. Now I'm gonna sever your <laughs> leg and drag you through the snow. That's that's our destiny, Ian. So, but on a more serious note, this letter yes. really does address Frost's outlook on things yes mm-hmm. absolutely is very much a force for non-intervention the the reason the 17th shard is so non-intervention and presumably frost is that the shards were split for a reason and nothing good can come of them interacting right and they're afraid that like if they are interact it might set off a chain of events that sets shards interacting and causing untold damage well, actually, so I think it actually goes a little bit further back than that, because it seems to me like uh, Frost and Hoyd and, and maybe others were involved with the Shattering in some way. I agree. I, yes. I think that's exactly and so what this means. Yeah. I, I almost even think that they regret the Shattering, perhaps, or maybe Frost how it went does. down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, Frost. I think Frost sorry. Does, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I get a sense that part of his, where that non-intervision comes from is this like all the way back to the beginning, like. Something went wrong even as far back as that that has made him mm-hmm. feel like this is a just bad news. We need to like try and get things stabilized and just leave it alone. Yeah, it's yeah. like the line, Definitely. the worlds you now tread bear the touch and design of Adenalsium, which I think is a direct reference to the Rosharan system, because we know that was yeah. constru- specifically constructed by Adenalsium. And our interference so far has brought nothing but pain. So yeah, like he has everything we did was a mistake, and yeah. he's just on damage control at this point. What it, what I find interesting about this letter is I almost see a 
almost a religion in here when he says things like, it seems to me that all things have been set up for a purpose. Yeah. It almost feels like he's almost revering the shards and Aiden Alzium. I think he reveres Aiden Nauseam. Yeah. That they had to have killed Aiden Nauseam for a reason. Yeah, Whether clearly. or not he still agrees that was a good enough reason, I don't know. But that's true. I think in his opinion, like Aiden Nauseam, like whether he's dead or not, is still God. Yeah. Like he had to have a reason for doing the things he did. It's so crazy to think that what persuaded them to do this in the first place, right? Like it is. <laughs> That is crazy. Legit yes, like, crazy. What could, yeah, what could persuade someone to turn against their god? Well, a lot of things, obviously, because that <laughs> happened in the final empire. But. Yeah. But like Aiden Alcium, like, it, it will just be really interesting to see because we've, like, it, that's just been a huge mystery. But yeah, we still really don't know what Aiden Alcium was. Yeah, like what he did, what yeah. he acted like. Mm-hmm. Like, we have no idea what that really functionally was. It was a person, not just a mindless force, but... Yeah. Or was a he, right? And not like... There was a mind to it. Yeah. Where that mind came from, like, who knows? Right, exactly. But yeah, I definitely think whatever persuaded them to kill Aiden Alcium, uh, Frost is like, yo, that did not work out good. That (laughs) real sucked. So, So, I have a question for the rest of you. Yes. Is Freud is Frost not Freud? <laughs> Talk about that's, a Freudian slip. That's staying in the episode. I'm not cutting that out. Do we think Frost is a shard? No. no. Uh, I recuse myself from this question. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, Brandon Brandon said that he's not right. I mean, I guess he could have become one. Um, There's a question. Someone asked. Uh, uh, who's the most knowledgeable about the Cosmere besides the shards? And he included Frost in is that, that answer. What it was? Oh, did is he? That, is that how no? That maybe I'm went? okay. Hold on. Uh, there was one on a non-world hopper character, not a shard. Yeah, maybe I'm crazy. The, I could swear I, I think that this was is a the thing. one who's the most knowledgeable about the Cosmere besides Hoyd. Yeah, it, which the answer is Chris. Like Chris knows more, right? Than Hoyd. Right. 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 We know that Hoyt is really old. Is anyone older who is not a shard holder? Oh, he, okay. Yes, he communicates. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, good. Uh, okay, yeah. Then Great, because- My question is yeah. moot. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. I guess that so is fairly like, recent. He's not a shard. I thought we had confirmation. Yeah. The, the, the reason I bring it up is that in the opening of the first letter, is Hoyt makes the remark, though as you are now essentially immortal, people took that to like think, oh, he's talking to a shard. That line makes less sense when you know that he yeah. was he's always been immortal because he's a dragon and dragons are immortal. Dragons are immortal, yeah. So it's like it, it's less now and more always essentially immortal. Yeah, well, that's really weird. Dragons oh, are the true. can age or don't die from aging, but can be yeah. killed immortal, yes. They're ageless so, rather than immortal. Yeah. So but. perhaps he has some kind of extra extra thing now, <laughs> like like Hoyt, where he's like, eh, that shard blade can't kill me. Maybe Frost has something similar now. That is actually interesting, as you are now essentially immortal. That is weird. Yeah, Maybe it, something- it's weird knowing what we know now. 
Maybe something happened to Frost where, like, I don't know. That line Spiritual is Spiritual aluminum shrapnel. No, oh, gosh. No, now that not is a again. Meme. That is a that meme. Is meme. <laughs> He's on Bex. All right, great. We got all our memes in. Great. Cool. It is really interesting how Frost's like, yo, I'm not going to world hop, but I'm going to send world hoppers to do stuff for me to mm-hmm. namely stop Hoid, I guess, and prevent shards from interacting. I, I want to see the scene where a 17th sharder is like, trying not to cause any problems, but then they accidentally hit a rock or something at the wrong time to, like, cause a desolation. Or, like, introduce the common cold to Roshar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Because that right, is legit exactly. what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Like, but I, I guess there are some things where Frost is like, oh, you know, uh, th- these, there are some things we can intervene to prevent other people from intervening more, right? But maybe yeah. also there's an aspect that because Frost is a dragon, that that would be much more noticeable if he world hopped or something, you know? Like, or he's hmm. just old and doesn't want to leave his house. Yeah, I get like, that's that's the sense I get is he's just well, like that's this true. is my home and I'm comfortable here and you guys go deal with it. But he's also like a freaking dragon. Like, wouldn't that just yeah, be crazy? He's so important that he gets other people to do his dirty work for well, him. That's true. That is certain. <laughs> he can just like point at a guy and say, like, you go do that thing or I'm going to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when the 17 shard, it's like the one who does the least amount of stuff that could potentially cause an interference is in charge. So Frost has to just like sit in the same room every single day. Maybe. What I mean, yeah. Uh we we do know that he is on Yolan. Yes. And mm-hmm. I, I'm just scrolling through our notes, and I, I love this one question, where someone's like, anything can that you can tell us about Frost? Brandon, what do you want to know about Frost? Questioner, everything. Brandon, then no, I'm not going to tell you everything about Frost. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. So he's on yeah. Yolan. Um, we know that Yolan is currently inaccessible, right? Yeah, but apparently you can send letters to him. Right, you can send <laughs> At letters. At some point, it has can... been inaccessible. Okay. When now is in the Cosmere oh, yeah. is kind Depends. of murky. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah. It's, it's interesting, I, I guess that that is supposedly true, which sure, that's fair. Maybe it, it isn't accessible, oh, this one year for this one you know particular instance, but, it, but you can apparently send letters to him, right, in some sense, and... He can see out from it without any problem. Um, I feel I feel like that sight could just be related to him being a dragon. Dragon sight. And it could also I, be like the yeah. Isla de Muerta in Pirates of the Caribbean, where you can only find it if you know where it is. That's right. That's right. Mm. I like that. That's right. That's right. Unless, you know, you have a magical compass that will show you what you want. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I watched those first two movies just recently, so this is very fresh in my mind. Uh, <laughs> But we're not going to talk about the Kraken again on this show. No, we're not going to do it. But yeah, yeah. There's one other... Well, this this isn't quite canonical. But uh, we do have this thing called The Traveler, which Brandon read at this year's Jordan Con, where uh, the Traveler being Hoyt, of course, mm-hmm. goes t- t- to Yolen, I guess. Yes, uh, yeah. well, it's obviously Yolen, because yeah, there's fame life. 
And Frost is there. And, and Frost is there. Yeah. And uh, Hoyd and Frost are talking. And we did a whole episode on this. Uh, so you can listen to our episode on The Traveler. But The link uh, should be in the description if Eric remembers. That is an if. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But looking at this, we're not we're not going to read the whole thing on this one here because we have a whole episode. A t- we have an all- well, we didn't even read it in that one either. But because uh, you should really just listen to Brandon narrate it if you want. Yeah, it's also rather long. It is rather long. Uh, again, Hoyd refers to Frost as a lizard. We have his description. Yeah, let's read that. A figure hmm. in simple gray robes walked into the clearing, clean shaven and silver haired. He had the look of an aged scribe, not haughty, but tired. And then a little later on, the elderly visitor said nothing, and the traveler eyed him, leaning in closely, studying the man's eyes. The pupils were rimmed with a silver far too metallic to be natural, at least for a human. Yep. Uh, and uh, that's, that, that's Dragonsteel, guys, uh, in, as, as we'll see. Mm-hmm. I know this is shocking, but Dragonsteel comes from dragons. Wow. Uh, I know. Sometimes. Oh. It doesn't always come from dragons. Yes, but that's why it's named Dragonsteel, at least. Yes. And we, I, I guess we, we could probably read that excerpt next of what a dragon looks like, which makes this part with the pupils seem very obvious that it's Dragonsteel. Uh, also interesting that uh, his hair is silver as well. Like, that kind of seems to be their thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. That actually kind of reminds me of the Eerie, well, the Eeriali, with their golden hair. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> the Shodel were gold, and the Eeriali come from the Shodel, and the, there was the gold and silver, and uh, we're going to get two versions of Dragon of Dragonsteel when it comes out, a gold version and a silver Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know nope. what's sad is, like, I can remember the commercials for gold and silver That's when they, thing. like, I was joking originally came out oh. <sighs> apparently people like gen 3 better than gen 2 and i don't know what you're talking about guys that's ridiculous um, Three's, it's good stuff no uh i mean it's okay but we, we in the traveler we basically get similar things frost you know doesn't want to interfere there there is a part where hoyd's like ati and leras are dead and hoyd says to frost that uh you already knew, you were watching, and here you are chastising me, and Frost just says, I did not interfere. But uh, Frost did know about this, so he's super knowledgeable. But it, was he really not interfering? Because quantum mechanics, if you look at something, it <laughs> oh, changes gosh. the result. No, 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 no. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> if you're not a physicist, you don't get to use quantum mechanics in your argument. That's... That's my line. That's the rule. Okay. I am in a physics class, so technically I consider myself a physics uh, physicist. Is, are, what level physics is this in? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Because <laughs> I took a senior level physics class, uh, senior level quantum mechanics class, and uh, I'm not qualified to talk about quantum mechanics. And so if I'm not, none of you guys are. So there. <laughs> that's That's where I stand. If you uh, are a quantum physicist, let us know in the comments below. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. I, I there would, are I quantum physicists that um, read Brandon's books. I imagine. And just just shardcast tips, guys. Whenever anyone is trying to justify something using quantum mechanics, if they 
do not have enough physics background. You should not listen to any word they're saying. Degree. Just, just don't. You should just not listen to anything they're saying. Anyway, anything else from Traveler that we should pick out here? It's more about Hoyd and Hoyd's motivation rather than mm-hmm. like gleaning something about uh, Frost's. It does reiterate a lot of the things that you see in the letters, specifically yeah. in the second letter, just with his attitude towards non-intervention and his insistence mm-hmm. that Hoyd should not be intervening. Yep. Um, now, theoretically, this was written before Way of Kings. So. It was, uh, but Brandon, you know, let us hear it now because now it's not spoilery because yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he fit that stuff into the letters. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. How about I, I read this uh, description of a legit dragon? Because uh, okay. we're going to read mm-hmm. uh, a few things from uh, Dragonsteel Prime. Uh, before Oathbringer came out, Brandon released some chapters of the Bridge 4 sequence in Dragonsteel Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Shatter Plains used to be on Yolan uh, and was one of its better plot arcs in Dragonsteel mm-hmm. Prime, as he said before. Uh, and. Uh, he obviously moved it to Roshar, so th- mm-hmm. it, lots of things are different, but... Yeah, so basically, like, instead of being on fighting the Parshendi for Gemhearts, they were fighting the Shodel for Dragonseal. Right. And, uh, yeah, there's even a description of, oh yeah, this is why the planes are shattered, because there's a Dragonseal core and everything eroded around it, and I'm like, okay, whatever. That's not canon <laughs> anymore. But... Yeah. But there is a part where we get a description of a dragon, and so let, let's just read that, because we're not going to see one for a long time here, Ooh. probably. So, a massive shadow fell over the plateau. Shodel and human alike froze, their eyes looking up toward the sky. Jarek's breath caught in his chest as an enormous form dove towards them. At the last moment, it unfurled its great wings, blocking out the sun. It thumped to the plateau between humans and Shodel. Jarek regarded the creature in awe. He had heard stories and tales, read histories and legends, studied essays and superstitious, but no words of men could possibly have described the marvelous creature that stood before him. It had broad, bat-like wings and a serpentine neck. Four massive legs grew from its body, and it sat lithely, almost like a cat, as it regarded the humans. Most magnificent, however, were its colors. It was a pure, deep black, and its skin was crossed with silver lines. The metallic sheen outlined the creature's body, running along the edges of the wings and across its chest. The lines of silver ran up the sides of the dragon's neck, outlining its jaw and reptilian head. Reptile? Uh, Then melded in the middle of its forehead, forming into a knife-like silver horn that jutted at an angle back from its skull and standing close to the creature like he was he could feel something from the silvery metal power dragon steel jarek whispered that was how the metal had gotten its name it wasn't because the wells were so close to Feinland; it was because dragons grew it on their bodies Drefrast. god of the shodel continued to watch the humans for a long moment then it turned its unreadable eyes back on the Shodel, who, en masse, lay prostrate on the ground before it. Jarek heard a faint buzzing in the back of his mind, like someone yelling a great distance away. Enough, Ethane, a powerful, aged voice said in Jarek's mind. They have earned their escape. 
the Lord of the War regarded Jarek for a moment. Then he spun, marching back through the prostrate Shodel. The dragon turned eyes on Jarek, redacted. (laughs) Then Drifras launched himself into the air again, leaving stunned humans and penitent Shodel. A few moments later, the feigned creatures rose and turned their backs on the humans, retreating toward their own land. Uh, oh, and this, this is not obvious, but the Lord of the War is not the same as Refrass the Dragon. Just, just so we're clear, that, that's another showdell. If, if you yeah. read the sample chapter, you, this is, you can all read this, all this. Brandon's Here. website. Yep. Uh, it's not under Dragonsteel. It's actually under Way of Kings uh, deleted scenes. So, okay. Um, it's kind of like a that, that's yeah, what I mean it is just, just saying that's like one of the best parts of Dragonsteel just that description of the dragon just straight <laughs> up here like it's really cool I think though I'm not sold on like the singular horn pointing yeah, backwards out of its head that's, a that's just weird. a weird image but like the, the, the Dragonsteel that's like coursing along it like, oh yeah that, that part's cool, cool. Yeah, that's so, cool Reading this, it's very obvious the silver lines that are like, that's far too metallic. Obviously, Dragonsteel. Like, no duh, right? That's still canon. Brandon named his company Dragonsteel Entertainment. We will get Dragonsteel someday. Maybe we've already seen Dragonsteel. Have we seen Dragonsteel already Um, in the Cosmere? There is a theory I'm very, 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 very fond of, which is that the silvery chain that they see in Shadesmar Oh, During that's right. Part four of yes. Oathbringer yep. is yes, Dragon. That's right. That's right. And apparently it has power. So that's kind of neat. Adenalsium's mm-hmm. so, god metal. No. Yeah. Well, I mean. There are worse but theories. It was, but it. I mean. They, dragons are a sapient being. Of sapient race. That existed pre shattering. Like, right? Like. How well, Adenalsium Aden- existed pre shattering too. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird to have, like, it on their body i don't know it's it, that's weird uh, to think about. what if I, dragons I were the chosen creatures of adenalsium but he still put okay. humans everywhere else every dragon is like an atm geode <laughs> that's alive i don't like around. this theory at all this theory sucks <laughs> i do not believe that dragon steel is adenalsium's god metal uh i think it would be something else but if it is something else, then maybe Dragonsteel was instrumental in the weapon used to defeat Adenalsium, right? Because you could have... You clearly had a dragon helping! Because Frost, you know, was involved in the shattering. Dragonsteel was murdered and became aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> I like that theory better than the previous one that you just said. So could Dragonsteel sure. be what uh, gives Hoyt his immortality? Huh. It does seem to have it's some related kind to the of weapon power. And... I can't comment on that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, no comment. Okay. I wouldn't know anything about that. Cool. Uh, do we want to read any more of uh, these excerpts from uh, Dragonsteel Prime about Frost? Uh, there's, there's, there's not really a lot that's interesting because the parts that are released is just Frost talking with Jarek, who's the main character of Dragonsteel. Uh, and, uh, like, it, it opens with their, they're on the Shattered Plains, and Frost just mostly takes the role of a scholar, but then once, you know, they get to the Shattered Plains, uh, they, Frost gets taken away, and Jarek's doing Bridge Four things with Bridge Four, as you do. 
Um, there's one about like Frost sighing and looking out over the Shattered Plains. Oh yeah, and this is actually from Frost's f- point of view. Yeah. Frost sighed, looking over the Shattered Plains. The sight was familiar to him, though admittedly redacted. <laughs> Peter redacted this. Peter redacted this. Yeah, that, that's that's what it is in here. And, um, and obviously, it's like from above because he can fly. Which uh, I guess this they is were- a little. This is oh sure, but th- this he's not being in dragon form. If, if I, I know, but like but yeah. in his mind, he's like, oh, I'm used to seeing this from above. Yeah. Then then it says the land was a dear. Friend, dear old friend DeFrost, no matter what face it chose to put on, looking at the Shattered Plains, however, he felt a special affection well in his heart. Not for the plains themselves. To him, those only represented dragon steel and death. They did, however, remind him of a place nearby, a place he had once called home. So that's hmm. interesting. Like That is interesting. They represented dragon steel and death. Well, where- probably. We know that dragon steel is grown on dragon's bodies. Yes. Where does like the dragon steel from the wells on the shattered plains come from? That's Are, a good like, question. The the graves of dragons gone by. Is this a basically a giant graveyard for dragons? Let, let, let's actually listen to Frost explain dragon steel in the shattered plains. Which is the, how about we just do that? Oh, okay. Dragon steel, young master. Frost explained, this is where it comes from. It seeps up from the ground, gathering in pools at the tops of the, those plateaus. Long ago, this place was a flat plain, but thousands of years of erosion have eaten away at the ground. Dragon steel, however, is indestructible. Over time, it seeped into the ground around places where it pools, strengthening the earth. As a result, the ground there doesn't wear away. The final product is what you see before you, a system of plateaus and thin but very deep gorges. There could still be dragons buried there. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. how does it seep up the fin there? That 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 is an mm. open question for yeah. sure. Yes. Also, how much of this will even be canonical? Right. Yes. <laughs> like, There's no Shattered, shattered planes. planes aren't even there. Well, they were they were fighting the, the Fane on the Shattered Planes, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you read this. So, they, and Brandon has said, uh, we, we've talked about this on the podcast before, that Brandon's... Uh, Regret with Dragonsteel Prime is that the Fane are the cool part, and most of the world didn't have Fane stuff because they had contained the Fane stuff more mm-hmm. here than so that he does didn't really like that. But uh, realistically, Frost is uh, a scholar. Uh, he's well knowledgeable mm-hmm. even in Dragonsteel Prime. Uh, mm-hmm. He acted as Jarek's tutor and taught him, uh, you know, realmatic theory and stuff and realmatic theory. Yeah, yeah. Frost does also explain realmatic theory, which we definitely don't need to read because we've definitely read that explanation multiple times in the books at this stage. He definitely still comes across as scholarly, intelligent in definitely. his letter. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. Yeah. Hoyd Hoyd's letter does not come across as scholarly, whereas Frost's letter in Words of Radiance definitely feels more scholarly. I want Frost and Sazed to meet. Oh man, who? Or like, c- send letters to each other because like, <laughs> neither of them are going to leave their house. Like, that's a really interesting idea because ooh, I, I like that. I mean, well, Sazed has a really similar mentality in some ways, right? About not on his own world, at least, of not wanting to interfere too much with people's decisions and stuff, which yeah. feels similar to me to what. 
frost fields. They both have lines yeah. they do not they have created that they are unwilling to cross. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Sezed needed agents to do stuff for him because he couldn't do it himself. But then again, like there are things that Harmony is doing, like defending Skagel against this metaphorical red mist and stuff. So he is acting, but it, it is interesting to think about Frost and Sezed getting along. You'd think that Frost would try to reach out to Sezed, right? Like after, I mean, after he ascended, um, if he's got this, if this is his priority to like, well, I guess that would I be I think at a certain right? point he Maybe. will, but Sezed is very much still the new kid on the block. Right. And he yeah. also holds two shards of yeah. Adenalsium. Like what? Probably giving him information would probably count as intervention. So, you yeah. know. That's true. Yeah. I guess my thought was like almost like, hey, let me educate this guy on with the state of things so that he at least he doesn't like totally up. screw up what's going on. I don't know. That's yeah. the issue with non-intervention. Yeah. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Like, yeah, so Frost probably yeah. chooses don't. But, however, we do have Demo, a 17th charter, who knew Sezed. And so, wouldn't they just tell Frost about that, right? Probably. Like, you literally have someone who knew this new shard, who is, in some estimation, the most powerful being in the Cosmere now, because he has two shards rather than one, right? That might have been why he was recruited into the 17th shard. That's true. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's a really good point. <laughs> or it could be some sort of they have made contact in Sawzed nominated Mo to be his representative in the organization. Hmm. Yeah, but also in Oathbringer, Sazed's yeah. like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that is a good point. You know, that is a very good is point. not up to speed on yeah. things. Uh, like, who we, are you? How do you know so much? We <laughs> Tell also me more. We also don't know when the letters were written, though. That's true. This could all be yeah. past tense pr- pr- they, before they, Way of Kings. They feel contemporary with Stormlight, at least. Yeah, like around. Yeah. This oh, era. you know, and I and I guess I take that back because uh, Hoyt says that the the guys are looking for him, so. Yeah, and the second one refers to Hoyd's name, Wit, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, so oh, it has yeah. to be very mm-hmm. contemporary. Yeah, this came up but on like, Discord the other day. I, he joined, he became Wit, like, within a year, oh, a year before Way of Kings so. started, it, so... It, fairly Several recent. months, I think? So, yeah. Yeah. Donner says months, so... Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, how much, like, when did Hoyd have time to go talk to other shards you know like and send letters to them right like yeah i i still want to know how they're they get delivered I, and exchanged i agree it's i agree it's fascinating that he raffoed it like that doesn't seem like a thing to raffo right i, I mean well the, the thing is is that he he's alluded to aspects of it like it, it's more ups less usps like mm-hmm. which, which tells us something but how do you physically do yeah. that still yeah. and like sure you can ha- give a letter to a courier but how do they like hi shard i'm here with my scroll <laughs> like what do you <laughs> what do you do like, who like goes and like hey ah yes frost's address i'm here now i made it to yolan <laughs> but other people can't get here to yolan because maybe it's hidden like i don't know it, it, it is weird I, I don't really think there's any more from dragon steel prime that we can really glean we, we didn't really yeah. see that much of frost yeah 
of the chapters we see, Jarek is the viewpoint character. Right. He gets separated from Frost and is stuck in Bridge Four, which yep. not fun. Yeah. It it also sucks in that version too. It it's very similar, as you can read. <laughs> but less well written. Yeah, but what less well written, correct. That is definitely true. One that I thought was kind of weird was somebody asked who is the most Cosmere savvy person who's not a world hopper. This was mentioned, I think, maybe earlier, but um, I, I thought it was interesting that Brandon said Frost or Sazed. Yeah. Which, I don't know, that was kind of a strange answer to me. Maybe it just wasn't very accurate and he was tired at the end of the signing or something, but um, I didn't really know how to interpret because Sazed is definitely very not particularly Cosmere savvy. He... <laughs> Politically, he's not savvy, but like when it comes to the mechanics of the universe, like he gets <laughs> intrinsic knowledge from being a shark. That's true. Good point. <laughs> like he's like, I can do stuff with the spiritual realm. I now know that this exists, and I know about all that. And the the world hoppers are, you know, learning that. And I guess the other shards. I I wouldn't say that that's like singling out Sazed as a shard, right? Because I, I feel like Brandon's just like, yeah, shard, shards know a lot. Like I'm just I'm I'm just like yeah. putting those in a class of his class of its own sort of thing. Well, but also Sausage was a scholar. Yeah, he got has the benefit of like all of his copper mines. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he holds two shards. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Like, because holding one shard massively expands your brain. What's the effect of holding two? Uh, I don't think that. Well, I don't one. think there's any benefit other, and, and I it's somewhat a detriment uh, if they're so diametrically opposed. Depends. It depends on the shard. So, uh, but what what I'm saying there is that when the question was non-world hopper character, and Brandon doesn't respond with shards, like would you count shards as world hoppers? I mean, technically, I guess, right? Most but of I, them I are. Right. Yeah. So, like, I, I just don't think we need to read too much into the other shards being excluded from this. Because, like, do you count them as world hoppers? Like, I guess, but it's still, like, odd. It's not the usual context we use the world word world hopper, right? Yeah. Well, and but, all yeah. the others. They do technically count. I would yeah. say they have Unless technically a world hopped before, right? I mean, they were all were on Yolan and have left. Some Yolan, maybe are right? still on. Yolan. So mm-hmm. you don't. know. Well, that's true. That's true. Like that was the theory Not with Frost. The ones that we have met, the ones well, that we yeah. know of, have all were all on Yolan and have left. So they all have technically world hopped, whereas Sazed has not that we know yeah. of. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And he'd yeah, be yeah. he'd be unlikely to leave because he is so invested. In right. schedule. Yep. yep. And there, there's, I guess there's another quote that, uh, where Spencer Pranger asked, uh, if Frost made incognito appearances in any books other than Dragonsteel. And Brandon says, he didn't, he does not appear on screen in any published books. Though he's referenced, he has a non interference policy. That's actually from 2011. So we, maybe, maybe Frost appeared on screen, but I imagine he did not interfere in the future, but just giving context to, when Brandon said that, because that matters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I believe unlikely. that is consistent with more recent ones that he's not a world hopper. Yeah, right. I mean, if he's still on Yolan, we haven't been there, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Cool. So, it, it's very interesting 
because it feels like with the traveler this this conflict between Hoyt and Frost feels like feels like the story of the Cosmere, right? Brandon's always said mm-hmm. in signings like, "Oh, you know, these world hoppers, that's that's the behind the scenes story, right? Like you can just enjoy the story as it is. There is an epic behind the epic. This feels like the epic behind the epic, right? You know, with Frost and Hoyd and what they're doing. I think it's a major part of the epic. Because yeah. naturally, an epic has multiple threads going sure. on. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Because there's the, the Hoyd and Frost thread. There's the Hoyd and race thread. Yeah. Because that's yeah. very important. There's whatever's going on with Bavadin. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, there's I whatever's think, going on with Endowment. I tend to think that Hoyd and race plans. will be settled with Stormlight. You know what I mean? Like, I think that Odium is going to be dealt with one way or another in Stormlight. That would be a pretty bummer if we get through 10 giant (laughs) freaking books and we're just like, and now I'm going somewhere else. And now we'll spend another five books dealing with me, you know? But Stormlight is one of the backbones of the Cosmere, so it's understandable that that would get resolved here. Yeah. Yeah, I I would certainly uh, say so on that one. I'm kind of wondering... I don't know that this question kind of gets at like how will the Cosmere end? What's gonna happen with Frost in the future? Like, I guess are 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 we gonna see him before Dragonsteel Prime? Uh, it's interesting. What do we think? It's interesting. I guess one thing that comes to mind for me is thinking forward into the, the Six of the Dusk, which we know is end of Cosmere timeline, and you're dealing with this theme of people from another planet showing up and sort of interfering with this local culture. And that's, that's along that same theme, right. Of, of these different world, different people interfering with other different people, whether or not they should or shouldn't. Um, So that's, I guess, just an interesting. And they do have a pseudo prime directive though. They're more than willing to bend every which way to circumvent it. Yeah. Let's just say not as strict of, a thing as Frost. Uh, mm-hmm. actually, you know what's kind of interesting? What? In the second letter, Frost says, Oath of Non-Intervention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also says and in The Traveler, the, like, something about the promises, and then Hoyd, I made no promise. So That's- maybe at this stage, there are some, like, actual magical restrictions on Frost and what he can do. That's a very good point. Because I wonder if that ties into... Hoyd's inability to hurt people. Hmm. Though he does say he made no promises. Yeah. But that, again, that might just be he made no promises not to interfere. Yeah. Yeah. The dragon steel that turned into aluminum that gave (laughs) Hoyd his immortality prevented him from being able to harm people. Ah, flawless. We're onto something now. Although non-interference seems like a weird thing that could be like a magically enforced to me. Like Well, it's working off of Frost's perception of non-intervention. Like if he believes something is interfering, he can't do it. Yeah, but like what if it is a magical thing, who would he make this oath to? Like yeah. the only thing I can think of is other dragons somehow. I don't know. <sighs> It's something to do with the shattering. Like that yeah. had to 
put the rules of the Cosmere in flux somehow. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, which also is said in the Traveler. Yep. Do you think that he views the shattering as the sort of the um the thing that's really regrettable, or do you think it's more what happened because of it, be, particularly because of Odium? I guess. Does that I make think sense? it's the consequences of the shattering that are the main factor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really seem to regret at least. The fact that Adenalsium's dead, it's like, oh no, Adenalsium's dead, this is awful. Like, that's not it. It's just that, man, we did that thing, everything else after that has not gone well. Like, that's the part that he doesn't like. Yeah. I guess, I guess, would he, if, like, would he, if he, if he had a do-over, I wonder if he would not have shattered Adenalsium in the first place, or if he would have just tried to set up something to prevent certain things from happening after the fact. I, I think that's a very interesting question that we know nothing. About. I would love to <laughs> ask Brandon, but no. there's no way on Braze he's going to answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's going to be like exactly what Dragonsteel trilogy after Stormlight's done and we're going to get that trilogy. That's what we'll start getting into and. From what we've seen of him, I'm inclined to believe that he just wouldn't have participated in the shattering at all. Yeah. Not interfere. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm just wondering uh, if there are... I would imagine there are other dragons. Obviously, we see multiple dragons in Dragon... (laughs) In Dragonsteel Prime, as Mm -hmm. we literally just read. Uh, I, like, other than the shards who may or may have ascended to be uh, ascended from dragonhood to godhood. I wonder if we've seen dragons in other places, because they're shapeshifters. I don't recall if Brandon has been asked about that. We should probably ask about that if we've seen a dragon just on screen. I feel it. if it has been asked, it's been raffoed. Or he just doesn't like remember. Has- because I feel like you'd keep track of dragons. They seem like they would probably be powerful. I don't know. There's a, a couple world hoppers where he's like, I don't know if they've been appeared on screen. I'd- That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, just, I, I guess you should look at their eyes. Well, that that's the world hopper or shard rule of thumb. If their eyes look really old and ancient and you can see weird things in their eyes... That is a sign. Or okay. in the case of Roshar, if they look childlike. Right. I mean, I guess the it's the silver, right? That's the, kind of a giveaway, it seems. Right, exactly. From what I'm right. Hearing, yeah. right, yeah. Though, do they have to have the silver? Could they... Is Frost just being <laughs> dramatic at that point of time? And it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna keep some of my dragon steel so I look awesome for this meeting with Hoyd. Like, if someone, oh, no. like, really wanted to be, like, incognito, could they tone down the luminous silver that definitely makes them look not human? How much do you think that dragons can shapeshift? I mean, if you could turn from a dragon into a person, then... Then Frost probably... just chooses to look old and wizened. I guess that's an interesting question. Like, can yeah, they shapeshift into any human form or just a single human form? 
I'm gonna go uh, dragon to a single human and any weird combination of parts in between that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, you know, this reminds me of our sponsor for this oh, week. Oh, God. <laughs> Dear Lord. I forgot about this. <laughs> me too, until right now. Thanks, guys. Grace, this is your fault. <laughs> oh. No. No, no, no. I asked the question. Are you too warm? And are you also hidden on Yolan? Do you need some ice? Come to Frosty the Snowman Snowman Emporium. We have the finest snowmen in the Cosmere. We promise they won't interfere in any of your affairs. Frosty the Snowman Snowman Emporium. Because Frost is a dragon and they're shapeshifters, so why can't he be a snowman? <laughs> okay, that one was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it was. You're welcome. Wait, so why is he named Frost? That's actually a good question. Why is he named Frost? Because the only other dragon that we know named is Drefrost, which is that dragon that we read about, who is the god of the Shodel in some respect. Maybe, you know, the the like last half of that other name sounds similar to Frost. Maybe it's like a shit. I, I didn't remember that being name. discussed. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's de- definitively not Frost. Yeah. That, that is not the same dragon, for sure. No, I'm not <laughs> saying it's the same one. I'm saying like Frost no, 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 has a longer name that's more similar. And then so, the humans were just like, no, we're shortening it to Frost. Yeah. Right. To Frost. <laughs> Tree for what? It's entirely They're just Frost. That. Do, do, um, can they breathe fire? Uh, is it possible he is? We do not see them breathe fire in the Dragonsteel chapter, so right. I don't believe we know more than that. Alas, but uh, Bra- I, I, B- I, Brandon being a fan of dragons, yes. it's highly probable they can breathe fire. And there is a word of Brandon about dragons that's like this is the one classical race that is in the Cosmere because mm-hmm. dragons are cool, and I'm putting them in there. Yeah, so. Yeah. Frost is just like an ironic nickname he got in college when he like breathed <laughs> in Dragon a lot. College. And the prequel to Dragon Steel is Dragon Wizard School. I'm pretty sure that's been a show. That has definitely been a thing at some point. These dragons, who are actually 3,000 years old but look like teenagers, are going to Dragon School. <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing. That's, that exists. Put your comments below. That that is definitely an anime. I'm sure of it. That is an anime. If I have ever heard an anime before, right? Cool. Do you have any other final thoughts on Frost? It's it's kind of hard to speculate because we really don't know very much. We've we've now explained to you guys what we know of Frost. <laughs> any, any any final thoughts? I just want to say that during like this entire podcast, I just imagined Frost and Hoyd. Inside a snapshot, and like Frost trying to avoid deviations, and Hoy just going around like <laughs> messing things up. I do have a thought about one thing that's interesting to me in the second letter is his insistence that things he he seems to think that things on Rashar are stable, and that <laughs> like if 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 they don't touch anything, then it's going to be okay, and it's that's how things are going to continue. We've seen that that's, from our perspective, I don't, I think that's pretty clearly not the case. 
Um, so I, I'm curious why he thinks that and what he will think now that the events of Oathbringer have happened. Like, is that going to make him realize that, okay, maybe things are not as safe as I thought and something has to, like, how can he sit with that same perspective on non-intervention when his premise is faulty, right? That I, That's going to be a very interesting concept once we deal with it. Yeah. But that That's, again, that's kind of the issue with non-intervention. It's the reality is not stable. Things are going to change. Yeah. You want the universe to be stable, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think... Oh, go ahead. I hope we get a, a letter in Oathbringer, and sorry, in Stormlight 4 that's just like literally like one line. It's just Hoyd writing back to Frost. I told you so. Signed. <laughs> I, I do think th- actually that... Uh, like, if you think of the front five as five books, and it's like, all right, what are the letters going to be? Uh, Hoyd's going to send one to Frost. Frost's going to send one to Hoyd. Uh, and we can't send two more back and forth, so let's have things that are not Frost and Hoyd. And then maybe in book four, we're going to get Hoyd responding to letter two, maybe. And then book five is Frost responding to that. I would like that. Yeah. The more letters, the happier I'll be. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. In, we know there's going to the be a letters. letter, but yeah. more Frost stuff would be interesting. Because yeah. Brennan's not going to go with more other shards because we don't know what more other shards. Yeah. Oh, Brennan, please write letters from more shards. <laughs> That'd be great. Thanks. That'd be great. You, you feel free. Don't don't listen to Ian. I hope okay. you're oh, no, like, show, I would probably. love him to do that. I just yeah, don't please, think it's going to happen. Please put more shards. I want a cultivation letter. I wonder if he wrote one to her. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like Hoyd's just going to get more and more important in this. Like, we surely will need to see the consequences of Hoyd and Race being friends, right? Yes. Yeah. Like that. Because that's Odium's a thing that we all Stormlight. forget about at, at times. It's like, and then yeah. we're reminded. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. If these Brandon. Th- like some of these words of Brandon are just things that uh, Brandon's just thinking. Yeah, no, this will be a thing. Like with Hoyd and Kelsey are not getting along. You're like, oh, that's when will that come up? Like, oh, oh, oh okay, <laughs> it did. So I feel like this will come up sometime. I imagine things will get uh, steadily worse on Roshar as things mm-hmm. continue and the true desolation continues. Yeah. Any thoughts? All no. right. Well, there's one more thing we got to do. Da, da, da. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere character? And I don't know what voice that was, but okay. <laughs> who's That Cosmere character? Alright, so here's how the game is played. You listeners send uh, cl- five clues to Who's That Cosmere character at gmail.com with the character that it is. And I read those clues to the panelists and they tell me after each guess which character they think it is bilbo tien <laughs> Hoyd, freud freud there you go that's that's Hoyd and frost's love child i don't i don't know if you know uh he freud hangs out with the lord ruler's kids fun fact and then he world hopped to earth yeah. <laughs> and became a really 
sketchy. And became an epic. And became an epic. Easy. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. There we go. All right. Let's do clue one. All right. So this first one was sent in by Lady Lameness. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. This is going to I be mean, I, I love you, Lady Lameness, but I just know because she works on the compromise, we're going to get wrecked. <laughs> I just, I just right. know that this is a fact. Clue number one. This character is in their 40s. Wax. No. Hmm. In their 40s. Docs? No. Ooh. I don't know if we have any explicit info on his age. Well, I'm just thinking he's a little bit older than yeah. Kelsier, and Kelsier's 38. Yeah, 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 I guess so, yeah. <laughs> menace. <laughs> menace no. is definitely older than no, 40. No, it no, is not But that's going to be my guess. But damn it, one of these days, Menace is going to be the answer to who's that Cosmic character, and I'm going to nail it. Clue right. number two. This character is open-minded. Hasina. Yes, it is Hasina. Ooh! Hey! Very good. The <laughs> other clues were this character follows the Voran religion, this character mm. married for love, and this character okay. has lost a child. Aww. I really like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That that uh started vaguely and then definitely like you could that's good that that is a well-crafted who's that cosmic character this is a little unfair because i have that stormlight timeline in my head pretty good so i knew she was 40. really do i'm also pretty sure i reviewed her art that article after she finished <laughs> <laughs> more compromised people recently. on shardcast means we get uh, we're better at this game yeah basically because <laughs> people because, like, when we had Josh on the show, he didn't have any idea who any of these people were. Great. So, this next one was sent in by Singer on the forum. Ooh. Clue Hopefully we didn't enslave you. Clue number one. Singer? This character has experienced traumatic events. That's, like, half the cause fair. <laughs> TN. <laughs> it is not Tien. Menace. It is not Menace. I'm going to guess Ham. It is not Ham. Clue number two. <laughs> this character is an orphan. <laughs> this is not helpful. Vin. It is not Vin. Reen. It is not Reen. Reen's Obsidian. No, that's not my guess. That is not my guess. And no one knows that that is a that's that's a pre seventeenth shard dot com meme right there. Reen's Obsidian. It's an orphan. Oh God. I want to go with Skadriel, right? Because there's a lot of orphans on Skadriel. <laughs> um, but maybe is there are there Ro how many Rosharan orphans are there? No oh, there's a lot of orphans yeah. in Edge Dancer. Mm -hmm. There's so many orphans. If I could remember any of their names, <laughs> that one orphan in the orphanage in Edge Dancer. Do you have a name? No, I don't. I have no idea what the guys are named. Can't. I just know that the the old lady was Stump, who's radiant. I mean, okay. You just want to skip it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Three. That's, this character is Rosharin. Oh ah, crap! Okay. <laughs> no! I was totally gonna guess the Brookie, even though we just had a Sabruki. Oh yeah, yeah, but maybe they didn't uh, know. Let's go lift. 
It is not a lift. Oh, yeah, okay. God, what are they named in the orphanage? Yeah. What are they named? <laughs> no. Are there, are there orphans that are not, I guess? I'm going to guess the- Shalon. It is not Shalon. Okay. Oh, Ooh. all right, all right. Technically orphan. Yeah, that's true. Uh, who was the guy that Yim made shoes to before he got horribly murdered? Who's that guy? I don't think he gave a that name. Kid. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> that kid he gave a name. The kid that Yim made shoes to before Yim got horribly murdered by a nail. No. Clue four. This character experienced abuse at the hands of his or her mother. Gavinor. Yes, it is Gavinor. Oh, yeah. I'm on fire. And I will say, Eric, that a lot of the kids at the orphanage in Edge Dancer weren't actual orphans. They, like Spook, just had parents who didn't love um, them. That's true. Look, look, okay, in my defense, isn't that the same as being an orphan? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're, you're in practice, you're an orphan, okay? In practice. All right. And clue no? number five was this character was rescued by members of Bridge Four. I guess abuse. I guess Asadon did abuse. She she left him with those like horrible spread who were tormenting him. Oh. Yeah. Right. Not a particularly attentive mother. Look, that was Yalignar, man. Asadon did nothing wrong. <laughs> Yikes. Nothing wrong. Yikes. We're going to do a bonus that calls for your character. Bonus. Bonus, bonus round. Bonus. Joff has gotten both of them, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. He gets, a, he gets a bonus. Will he get three for three? All right. We're going to go with this one who was also sent in by Singer on the forums. All right. Clue number one. This character is very powerful. Seizen. It is not Seizen. Race. What? <laughs> I said race. Oh. It is not race. I went with frost. It is not frost. Clue two. Let's start at shards and go down. <laughs> this character has appeared in multiple books. Not frost. Hoid. It is not Hoid. <laughs> Might as well. He's appeared in a lot of books. Are we talking multiple different series or just multiple of It just series? it says multiple books. Gah. Giving us nothing, Grace. I'm gonna say Sawzed. I already guessed. Oh, you that. guessed it Sawzed. It's not okay. Sawzed. But he said Sawzed, and I said Sazed, so you know that counts. Shards. Shards have appeared in multiple books. Oh, uh, I have a guess. I mean, let me. Let's just. How about Dalinar? It is not Dalinar. Clue right, four. Or clue three. Oh, clue four. Oh, I was like, what's clue four? Clue three. (laughs) This character has dangerous minions. Bavadin. It is not Bavadin. That's a good guess, though. You gotta admit. That's a pretty good guess. That's Faceless Immortals. Those are dangerous. Okay. I will say say that I am only taking the answer as it appears on the email. Oh, great. God. You're such a hard ass when it comes to this game show, Grace. Maraise. It is not Maraise. Wait, so does that mean if I guess Bavadin and its autonomy, I would not get that? Is that what you're saying? I'm I'm saying that I am just just keep guessing. You'll you'll see. Ah! 
Okay. All do right. you do you have an answer? Trell. Yes, it is Trell. Ah! Three for three. Well, okay. All right. All right. In in that, I couldn't accept. Because, I could. Yeah. I, yeah. That's that's fair. Okay. That's fair. That that that's fair. Clue four uh, uh, was uh, this character is worshipped by some, and clue five is this character has many eyes. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, all right. I, I, that makes sense because Trell autonomy is not like confirmed. Confirmed, yeah. you know, like that. That's fine. I'll I'll accept that. But if it was going to be Bobbin and then autonomy was the answer, I would be pissed. <laughs> that would be stupid. That that's acceptable in this case, in my opinion. Great. Well, we hope you enjoyed this frosty episode of Shardcast. Why do you do this to us? <laughs> Who's gonna stop me? <laughs> Follow seventyshare.com for all the news discussion, games, and fun in theories for everything you need. I'm Brandon Sanderson. It is on seventyshare.com or on our Discord. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can leave us a review on iTunes, and we will see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. If you're mad at all the frost puns, leave your heated comments below for Eric. <laughs> Bye. Stay frosty. How dare you? <laughs> Stay no frosty, shame. my friends. Bye. Call.